Welcome to the Watoto Church Podcast. Prepare your heart as we explore scripture and delve into the Word of God. This past week has been amazing as we have gathered together to pray and seek God's face. It's been so powerful here and I believe God has some special things he wants to do in and through our lives. So it's really been awesome. Now, this week we're going to do it a little differently. And we are going to pray on air and online. That's what we're going to be. So wherever you are, you can be with your friends as a family. You can join us on 104.1 Power FM uh, every day of the week from 6.30 a.m. to 7.30 a.m. And also lunchtime from 12.30 p.m. to 1.30 p.m. Pastors will be there leading in prayer. Uh, those sessions will also be streamed uh, online on our YouTube channel and Facebook. Come on, what Let's pray. Just this past week, over 2,000 people were joining us online, and that was amazing. Thank you so, so much. And so, hey, family that's joining us online today, you can be a part of those prayers. And come on, Watoto family here downtown, let's welcome our friends who are online right now and welcome them to church as we get ready for God's word. Let's pray. Father, I thank you so much for the power of your word. Just like the uh, worship team led us, we take you at your word. And if you said it, we'll believe it. We know how good it works. And so our hearts are open. Speak to us, I pray in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. This year, God has given us a word that has been captured in our theme, and that is pioneer again. Great word that God has given to us. And last week, we started to unpack what that theme means. You see, my friends, the reason we're doing this is we don't just want it to be a theme that we put up on the screen or wear on our t-shirts. We want that theme to captivate our hearts so that we run with it corporately, but you can run with it individually. Pioneer again. And we said last week, if you are going to pioneer again, you got to rekindle your passion. Pioneers are passionate people. And we talked about being passionate about Jesus. Your relationship with Jesus this year. Take it to a whole new level. Pioneers are passionate about what Jesus is passionate about. And that is his church. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. There's nothing else Jesus is building except his church. We got to be passionate about his church. And we also need to be passionate about God's plan for your life. God has a beautiful plan. As long as you still have breath, the best is yet to come. It's not in the past. That's why you got to wake up like a pioneer. So you got to pioneer and keep moving regardless of what the past has been like. Now, here's the interesting thing about life. Life is a journey and sometimes we get to places in our lives where we like to settle. And feel like we have arrived. 
It's now time to settle. Oh, this is all the reason life. You see, pioneers have realized that you're not supposed to settle for so long because there's more. You don't camp on life's journey. As long as you're still breathing and God gives you a brand new year, you always need to look with hope and say, what else is there? They always think there is more. And so today, I want to talk about break camp as a pioneer. Pioneers break camp. They don't just settle. There is more they know God has to do. The children of Israel were delivered out of bondage in Egypt. And God was taking them to a promised land. And when they got on the brink, about to pioneer into a brand new promised future for their lives. They allowed unbelief to enter their hearts. And God was not happy with them. Because God could not allow people that don't believe in him to get into a future he promised them. And so what God decided was, I cannot take this generation into the promised land. And he said, you're going to wander around the desert for 40 years so that those, those, uh, that generation that doubted God would die and the generation of those under 20 would be the ones that would move into the promised land. And so 40 years later, it was time to pioneer again for the nation of Israel to enter, the people of Israel to enter into their promised land. And so Moses who was their leader, begins to speak to them. And he's an old man now. In fact, he was close to 120 years. And he's speaking to people who are almost half his age. And he's rethinking, remembering God's word. And he wanted to prepare them to get into the future. The promised land. And here's what he says in Deuteronomy uh, chapter 1. Moses says to them, The Lord our God said to us at Horeb, Mark the word Horeb. This is a mountain. You have stayed long enough at this mountain. Do you have places where you've stayed long enough? It's time to pioneer again and move. And they say to them, break camp and advance into the hill country of the Amorites. Go to all the neighboring peoples in the Araba, in the mountains, in the western foothills, in the Negev and along the coast, to the land of the Canaanites and to Lebanon, as far as the great river, the Euphrates. See, God said, I have given you this land. Go in and take possession of the land the Lord swore he would give to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and to their descendants after them. This is Moses speaking to the new generation that was getting ready to pioneer. And he reminded them that, by the way, there was a generation before you. And God told them, don't get comfortable, break camp. And he was telling them, it is also time for you to break camp. And move into your preferred future. God is the one who said. You have stayed in this place for too long. Break camp. Break camp. How do we practically 
break camp. Hebrews chapter 12 gives us two broad practical ways how God wants us to break camp and pioneer again. And this is our theme scripture. Here's what Hebrews says. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. By the way, Moses is one of those witnesses. There are other witnesses like Abraham. God said to Abraham, enough of living in a pagan world. It's time for me to begin something brand new with your life. Break camp, go to a land I'm going to show you. And there I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make your name great. And I'm going to make sure that through you, the peoples of the earth will be blessed. The only way the promise would be fulfilled was for Abraham to break camp and move. He moved. And then he says, since we have this crowd of witnesses, let us, everyone say let us. There's a responsibility there and I'm going to talk about that. He says, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us. Two things we're going to throw off. And then he says again, another responsibility. And let us run with perseverance the rest marked out for us fixing our eyes on Jesus the pioneer and perfecter of faith for the joy set before him he endured the cross scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God consider him the writer says, who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. What a powerful word. The book of Hebrews has a, a lot of action points for us. And the way he writes it, he says, let us. And in this portion, in order for us to break camp, and pioneer again and move into the future God has for us as a church, as a nation, uh, for you as an individual, as a family. There are some things we must do as practical things in order to break camp. The story of the children of Israel, when God said break camp, he said get up, pick some stuff, leave some stuff behind. We're going on to the promised future. And here, the Hebrew writer tells us, the first thing we need to do as a practical thing to break camp and move into the future is, he says, let us throw off. There are some things we must throw off. They don't belong to your future. You have camped with them for a long time. It's time to break camp. And he talks about, let's throw off everything that hinders. Other versions call those weights. They are weights. And he says, throw these weights off. Because they will slow you down. Let me give you some of these weights in, in a very practical sense. Number one. Some of these weights that can hinder us include success. Past success or present success. Don't camp right now because you feel successful. 
There is more God wants to do. Success can easily become your worst enemy. Whether it's past or present. I love what Jim Collins says in his book that he wrote, Good to Great. He said some companies fail to make the leap from good to great because they are happy being just good. In fact, he, he continues and he says, the reasons you never have great businesses or great companies is because you have, and great schools is because you just have good ones. And then he says, the reason there is few people that make it to greatness is because they've decided to settle for just a good life. Good is the enemy of great. No matter how successful you are, there is always greater things ahead. Don't allow your past or present success to hold you back. In fact, in Luke, this is what Jesus says. Uh, if you can pull up Luke. He says, it's trouble ahead if you think you have it made. What you have is all you will ever get. What you have is all you'll ever get. Don't allow the weight of present or past success to hinder you from the future. Secondly, failure. Whether it's past or present. Failure tends to bring anxiety. Failure tends to bring fear in our hearts. And so when God says, hey, break camp, let's go. Pick up your dream again. Go and start that business again. Come on, go. You can. You can make it. Fear comes in and we begin to think about failure. Today in Jesus' name, break camp from every fear of failure. Pioneers are aware that fear will come, but they know who has called them. And they're willing to rise up again and move. Break camp from that anxiety. Break camp from worry. You have carried it too long. It's time to throw it off and be free to fly into the future God has for you. Thomas Edison, the inventor of light bulbs, electric light bulbs, was once interviewed. And the journalist asked him, how did it feel to fail a thousand times. Thank you, journalists. You usually ask good questions. Thomas Edison looked at the journalist and said, I didn't fail a thousand times. It took me a thousand steps to invent the light bulb. His mindset was very different. Every failure you have had in the past is a step to your future. Learn from it and let it not hold you back. Break camp. Oh, I tried to start a sale and it didn't work. People didn't come. Go back. Start that small group. I went to sale. I didn't feel welcome. Go back to sale. Don't become a victim of your past failure or present failure. The other thing we must throw off, another weight that can hold us back and slow us down is myopic vision. 
Now myopic simply means short-sighted. Your vision is so small, it is hand to mouth. You see my friends, when you have myopic vision, there is no excitement about life. You end up thinking your future is only what you have now. And all you see is just tomorrow, what will I eat? There's no excitement to wake up. But today I challenge you, break camp from all small plans and small dreams and small visions. Get a God-sized vision for your life. When you have a God-sized vision, you don't struggle to wake up in the morning. Sometimes it will be tougher than others. But you have something to wake up to every day. You don't wake up because the chickens are now crowing outside. You don't wake up because the birds are singing or the alarm has gone off. You wake up because you have a dream to pursue. You are ready to pioneer again. Because there's something that has been stirred up on the inside of you that's bigger than your today. Break camp. No more small dreams. God said in the last days, I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. And young men and women will see visions. And old men will dream dreams. Get a spirit-sized vision. Break camp from small selfish vision. I see some people uh, um, um, who claim they have a dream or they have uh, a passion for this country and all they are really working towards is only being voted in the next election. That is a myopic vision. You should never just have a vision for an election. Have a vision for the nation. Others have a big, oh, if I can only become you know, uh, 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 in that position, if I can become this and the don't dream about just position. Dream about serving people. What total church? We don't have myopic vision. Our vision is so big. It is going to take several generations until Jesus comes back. We want to see healing come to the cities and the nations. As long as there's a still, there's still a pothole in this country, we are relevant. As long as there is still corruption, we are relevant. As long as there is still pain, children that are being abandoned and, and, and poverty around us, we are relevant. Because as a church, we believe God wants healing to come in the cities and the nations. Our vision is big. We believe God has a plan for Africa. He wants to do something in Africa and through Africa. He wants to rewrite our story. Our dream is big. We may never see it. All of us who are listening here. But we are going to do our portion of our journey. Get a big dream. A dream for your family given by God. Today we are throwing off all small dreams. That have been tamed because of the challenges of the past. I'm taking time on this weight because it's, it's not really sin. It is things that we carry. Let me end with one more. Sometimes we have baggage that we carry that no one sees. Only you know about it. Some of that baggage is in form of habits that keep you back. They are not necessarily seen, 
but they are actually keeping you back. Let me give you a few examples. Procrastination. You are always postponing your future. That's what procrastination is. Another one is excuses. Oh, how in Uganda we like to give excuses. The reason this does not happen is because, is because, is because. Each time you give an excuse, you are writing off your future. We're going to throw that off. If only I was born in this part of the world, you'd see me. I would be a pioneer again. If only I went through this school. You, do you know what? You would see who I am. But because I went to this school. But because you see, I was given this name. And I'm from this part of Uganda. So this pioneering again thing is not really. If, if I look at our family lineage, it has never really happened. Listen to me. No more excuses. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You have breath today because God still has a plan and a purpose for your life. He does. Break camp from excuses today. One time, the president of Zimbabwe, there were many people running away from Zimbabwe. So he addressed them. He said, uh, fellow Zimbabweans, that was Mugabe, a lizard in Zimbabwe can never become a crocodile in London. He said, you take who you are wherever you go. Quit giving excuses that if you see if I go to this place, then I will. You are right where God wants you to be. Open up your heart. Dream again. Believe again. He can do some amazing things. He can. No more excuses. We also carry some emotional baggage. Disappointments that bring pain and heart and unforgiveness. Throw off that stuff. You need to travel light in order to get into your future. Throw it off. So the writer says, throw off every weight. And then he talks about sin that so easily entangles. My friends, sin will destroy your life. I don't know how, how I can plead with you. There is nothing positive about sin. Don't entertain sin in your life. Don't get comfortable and justify sin in your life. Throw it off. It will entangle you like a fly being caught in a spider's web. And it just locks you up. You will have no breathing room. You will carry guilt and shame around. And you will never be totally free. That's what sin does. So don't try to hide it and conceal it. Break up. Be open about it and seek help. Jesus wants to deliver us from any form of sin. That's why he came. Listen to Proverbs. Proverbs says this. Uh, verse, uh, 28 verse 13. Whoever conceals their sins does not prosper. But the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. Please, don't 
continue to live in habitual sin. It is time to break camp and live a life that pleases him and watch him do the amazing in your life. Throw it off. Ephesians 4 says this. Verse 21 and 22. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life which is corrupted by lust and deception. Throw it off. Break camp. No more. Some relationships, it ends today in Jesus' name. Some WhatsApp groups, today is the day you quit the group without excuse. Because it's not needed in your future. So throw off weights, throw off sin. And the final part, as we break camp, he says, let us throw off. But then he says something else. Hebrews 12, let us run. Everybody say run. When you break camp, you don't just stay there. You run your rest. In the Bible, there's a story where God was telling Lot and his family to quit a place of sin and move to another city because he was about to destroy it. And Lot focuses his eyes and moves forward, but Lot's wife decides to look back. And she became a pillar of salt. Today we are going to run our race. Because pioneers run. They are people of action. When they have a word from God, they are going to go after it no matter what. They put their faith into action. And so here, Hebrews tells us, hey, let us run the race that's marked out for us. Every single one of us has a race that's marked out for us. We have never seen everything God wants to do for us in 2023. It's, it's amazing. God is just waiting for us to run into what he has for us. How do we run? Again, Hebrews tells us, run with number one, perseverance. Perseverance. We live... In a culture that is always dreaming about microwave greatness. It doesn't exist. And you know what? It is a lie. This year has begun. There are people who have gone to the gym. They are hoping to accomplish in three days. Okay? A health level that they've been nurturing for the past 30 years. And so they go day one. They, they, I've seen them. They, they run, they lift weights, then you see them in a mirror. <laughs> My friend. It's true about your life. As the year begins, you take a few steps and you're trusting God. I'm trying to do this. Challenges are going to come, but persevere. I remember with a few friends of mine uh, uh, during the COVID season uh, when we couldn't, you know, drive and we had to do all other things, walk. I walked quite a bit. And then I, I never, when I was younger, I only ran short races. That's all I did. 
uh, and uh, I mean 100 meters, that's why I played basketball. It was just short, you're going intense and then you're done. Long races were not my thing. And so we began to walk. At some point I would see people jogging and I admired them. And I thought if I could ever jog, that would be amazing. I went to Google, read about, are there body types that are meant for running? Because I was trying to get excuses why I cannot run long. But one time we're walking with a friend of mine and they said, you know what, let's try and run. There's a certain landmark. At least let's reach that landmark. We began to run. We were happy at the start and we kept going, kept going. Along the way, we started to slow down. The conversation reduced and everybody began to be focused on their race, marked out for them. And so we went and each time we turn a corner, I would think, I think that's where it is. And you would turn and it's not there. And you kept going, kept going and turn, and it's not there. Until one final stretch, when we turned and you could see the landmark over that side. Something happens when you begin to see that landmark. So there's a new energy, and we're like, we can make it, and you run. Listen, my friends, there's a lot ahead that God has for you. You will only see it if you persevere. You cannot give up now and hope no shortcuts pioneers do not take shortcuts like people who jump on border borders in the mtn marathon and think they have run no no shortcuts for pioneers they are willing to run their race with perseverance run with perseverance let me tell you my friends if Gary and Marilyn had not persevered, we wouldn't be here today. We were having a conversation with them some weeks back in their house. And we sat, they were there as a family. And Gary's son, Gary's firstborn, turned to him and said, Gary, do you remember the day the ambassador came and said to you, Gary, everybody's being evacuated now. There is war about to break out in Uganda. This is your final chance because this is the final of the group we're taking out. Please, Gary, come. It's going to be tough. And Gary looked at him. He knew the rest that was marked out for him. God had said, downtown Kampala, an English-speaking church. And through this church, I'll touch the cities and the nations. And he said, thank you, but no thank you. I will persevere through. Here we are today, celebrating the goodness of God. Friends, run with perseverance. But finally, he says, when you are running, fix your eyes on Jesus. He is the author, the pioneer, and the perfecter of faith. With Jesus, you will never fail. Break camp, pioneer again. In Jesus' name. And everybody said... Thank you for listening. We hope this encourages you to step into the new. Tune in next time as we delve into the Word of God. For comments and feedback or counseling, write to connect at watotochurch.com. Hey, hey,